Sportscast. What's going on, sports fans? Welcome to another episode of KFR Sportscast. I am one of your hosts, BG Brian Gilbert, and I am joined, as always, with Big Sexy Jacob Raider and The Heel, Jacob Bradley. <laughs> and this is it. This is the last game of the season. This is the biggest one. This is the, the stage is set, and we are ready for Super Bowl 56. The matchup between the underdog Cincinnati Bengals and the second year in a row home team, Los Angeles Rams. Wild. Wild. I seen a I seen a tweet joking. It's just like, all right, well, the league the, the league's highly upset at this to make sure it never happens again. We're just gonna hold the Super Bowl in Dallas every year. <laughs> I mean, you can do it there, Lambo. So Yeah, Lambo, yeah, either one. <laughs> but uh yeah so this is going to be a really good game um i seen on instagram uh, a guy put in the largest bet in super bowl history uh put about like four and a half million dollars on the Bengals to win the game and if he wins the payout will be uh, above seven and a half million dollars so christ uh, that's, <laughs> that's one hell of a payday but that's yeah. Well, uh, why you're putting four and a half million dollars on a on a football game is beyond me. But again, th- this is what people do for fun. I guess. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Speaking of that, you know, I'm just gonna go convince my wife. Hey, babe, we're gonna put the house on a Super Bowl game. You know, we may not have somewhere to live after, but that's okay because if we do win, <laughs> we can have yeah, two, three houses. Yeah, two houses to live in. <laughs> two house, two house, daddy. <laughs> oh my gosh that that is a ridiculous amount of money that is yeah I, I have no words okay so let's uh let's jump into you know quick predictions real quick and uh we'll start with you big sexy who what, what do you what do you what do you got for this game well i've been high on the rams all season uh mm-hmm. these this was my nfc season prediction for them to be in the Super Bowl. Um, and since my AFC team isn't in here, and that's why I'd pick the win thing in the preseason, I'm going to go with my uh, NFC preseason prediction, and I'm going to say the Rams win this one 31-27. Hey, hey. Gonna, can you cut this off the recording real quick? Uh, another trade just came through. I just wanted to tell Jake this real quick. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, you guys got fucking. You guys got Derek White from us. Derek White. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who that is. Pretty good. Hold on, I gotta see the whole deal real quick. For Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford, and a top four protected twenty twenty two pick. You think he gave up a lot for that? Derek White's really good. You're gonna like him. I love that. Yeah, I, I don't know. White I mean, players. I guess we gotta see. I gotta see how he fits the team. But I don't know, man. Like a top four protected pick. That's. A, I don't know. I don't know if I would have fucking gave away that much. But all right. Well, all right. we'll see. This is all right. This is. We're back in now. All yeah, right. Anyway, so my thoughts on the game. 
this is this this may be one of the best Super Bowls uh, we've come across in a while. Two really good offenses, two elite receivers, you know, Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup. And then that's not even, you know, you're not even talking about Odell Beckham. You haven't even talked about, you know, even even the other receivers in Cincinnati and Boyd, you know, yeah, uh, Higgins and Higgins as well. T Higgins is really good. Uh, you know, this is this is going to be one of the better one of the better Super Bowls we've seen in recent history. And this is a game that I can see it going um, score like 35, 38, something like that. Like, and that's no discredit to either of these teams' defenses. They both have really good defenses as well. So, I yeah. mean, on the flip side, on the flip side, it could be end up being a low scoring game. It's hard that it's why it's hard to determine when you have games with really good defenses and really good offenses because which, which way is the pattern going to go? Are the defenses going to do their thing? And the offense is going to do their thing. I feel like the firepower of both of these teams is just is just way too good to be to be shut down completely. Right. Uh, I was the only person on this podcast gave Cincinnati a chance of being this good. I didn't think they were going to be this good this year, uh, mm-hmm. you know. But I've been on the Rams as well. Uh, you know, they they were a strong favorite in the NFC that I've been high on all year, and. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Rams to be Super Bowl champions in this game. It's gonna be. It's gonna be really good though, and it wouldn't surprise me if, if Joe Burrow uh, cements his legacy and takes the Super Bowl for Cincinnati either. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. All right. So here it is: the winning Super Bowl quarterback is an SEC quarterback who is drafted number one overall in their class. Like where's wow, number that really nine? That narrows it down. That really narrows it down. Where's number nine? <laughs> and, where, and where's, where's number, number nine? nine? Yep, yep. It really narrows so it take, down. Take what you take what you want with that information. Uh, no, this. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. Bold prediction, you. Brian. That's a yeah. bold prediction. I know. Thank you. Such a bold prediction. Thank you. Uh, I do agree. I do think this is the best Super Bowl that we've had in a long time, um, just because of really how. Uh, evenly matched, like these two teams really are. Like, obviously, every team that makes it to the Super Bowl, I mean, obviously deserves to be there, maybe. Uh, but, <laughs> but you know, you a few years ago, Rams, yeah. So, <laughs> looking at you, 2018 Rams, <laughs> so we're you know, but on, on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, like these. To both of these teams have played up to championship caliber levels. And so it's a very evenly matched playing field for both of them. Obviously, LA will have the advantage of playing at home, even though they technically won't be the home team. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, for the sake of I want to be the only team to win at home, I'm picking the Bengals. Because I want to be, yes, we, we played at home first and we won, and I want to be the only team to be in both categories, not just one of the categories. Um, so The Rams will be also winning their second Super Bowl, too. Yeah, that is true. Uh, so I'm going to take the Bengals, and I am actually – I'm going to take the Bengals – in overtime, I say we're going to have an overtime Super Bowl match because uh, overtime has been the 
story of this season, there have been a crap ton of overtime games, like more than I think than usual. Yeah. And plus uh, all the just how close all the postseason games have been. Um, I'm going to say Bengals 30 to 24. Is my, is my final score prediction. Yes. Okay. But I'm not betting the house on it. I'm sorry. I can't do yeah. that. It ain't so, happening. Yeah. So a couple things I just want to go over here. All right. So I've jotted down some notes here and I have each team's key to victory. I, that I feel as though is the key for them to win. So I'm going to start with the, I'm going to start with the underdog. This right, here, this right here, just for those of you who don't know, we're going to call this section Raiders Radar, okay? All right. Yeah, step into my radar, all right? So, all right, Bengals key to victory. So, second half of the uh, conference championship game, um, the Bengals started calling plays for Joe Burrow to get the ball out quick, and I think he's going to have to do that same thing here. So, uh, and he was 14 of 19 for two touchdowns on those type of passes in the AFC championship game. So that's one for Joe Burrow to get the ball out quick Two, Higgins and Boyd are going to need to step up because more than likely Jamar, Jamar chase is going to have Jalen Ramsey following him around. So, I mean, you know, yes, Mike Evans got, got away from him on a play, but I mean, how, how often can you count on that? So you're going to have to have those two guys step up for you in the passing game. Three, keep Joe Burrow upright. The Bengals, 51 sacks allowed this season. That's the most by any team. The Rams, 50 sacks this season. That's th- that was third third most sacks by a team this year. So you got to keep uh, you got to keep Joe Cool protected. Number four, stop Cooper Cup. You got That's got to be priority number one on defense for them. You got to stop Cooper Cup. He's a triple crown winner as far as receiving goes. I mean, the guy's been balling the fuck out all season. You got to stop him. Um, and five, you got to rattle Matt Stafford. Staff, when when Stafford is above a hundred a uh, hundred cube quarterback rating, the Rams are eleven and zero. Eleven and zero. So you gotta you gotta rattle Matt Stafford. Now, on to the Rams. Number one priority: stop Jamar Chase. So you what you do there is you you put your best you put your best player on their best player, and you you put Jalen Ramsey on him, the player that you guys traded all this capital for from to get him from the Jaguars to be that shutdown guy, and you need him in, in the biggest game of them all to put put on Jamar Chase, the rookie sensation, right? Number two, you got to win the turnover battle, all right? Like I stated before, the, you know, Stafford, when he has above 100 quarterback rating, the Rams are 11-0. So that, that, that also has to be, you know, on the flip side, it has to work out for them, all right? So... Number three, you got to turn up the heat on Joe Burr. All right, you got to turn up the heat because when he's, you know, when he's under pressure, it, during the regular season he's been great under pressure, but during this postseason he hasn't been so good. He's got like a forty, uh, like a forty, uh, a forty rating, I, I believe I read on uh, NFL.com. So yeah, you definitely got to keep him under pressure. 
Um, even though, yes, the Titans, but they're like saying, oh, come on, Big Sexy, what about, you know, that Titans game? They had nine sacks and they still won. Yes, I understand that, but how often is that going to happen? How often do you hear that a team sacked a quarterback nine times and didn't win the game? Now, if you're going to ask me who's the better offense out of the two, the Titans or the Rams, obviously I'm going to go with the Rams. So moving on, number four. Cooper Cup's going to be a main focus for the Bengals defensively. So Odell has to ball out. Odell has to ball out. Five, you got to establish a run game because the Bengals have allowed, I, I, I think I read 5.6 yards per carry during the postseason on the, on the, in the run. So you're going to need to establish a run game. Cam Akers has got to get going. So that's going to open up a lot for you. If they got to stack, if they got to stack guys in the box with that receiving core that you guys have, then it's going to be they're they're going to have hell to pay. So and number six, you got to score in the red zone. The Bengals have like the twenty sixth ranked defense in the red zone. You got to take advantage of those opportunities. And those are my keys to each team for victory. And like I said, I think the Rams are going to come out on top. All right, that was Raiders Radar, brought to you by nobody because we have no sponsors. Uh, so thank you for that. You're welcome. You got as, as Tony Rowan, as Tony Rowan would do in the saying, you got to keep them upright, Jim. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, man. I mean, this is going to be a hell of a game. Uh, I feel like, you know, I feel like this is going to be definitely like one of the highest rated Super Bowls, you know, uh, you know, ever. Like I, I feel because one, you got to think of like the place that they're playing it in, it, Los Angeles. You know, like I can't remember the last time a Super Bowl was there. Uh, you know, like all the, you know, all the hype around that state, that brand new stadium that they built. It's, it's just, it's going to be crazy. And plus, the halftime shows loaded, loaded. I mean, you got Dre, Snoop, and Eminem for Christ's sakes. Not even yeah. to mention Mary J. Blige and Kendrick Lamar. Like, I mean, this halftime show's loaded. So, I mean, if the game isn't highly rated, that halftime show is going to be crazy. Yeah. But it's uh, this is going to be this is going to be an interesting game. And I'm just glad it's you know two teams that you know like it's not the same old thing. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 fresh faces that both quarterbacks have never been there. Like right. it's going to be nice. Here you go. Here you go. So to to build on that stat of the last time a Super Bowl was played in Los Angeles or Los Angeles County, okay, was January thirty first, nineteen ninety three, between yeah. Dallas and Buffalo at the Rose Bowl. Oof. That was the right. last time Oof. a Super Bowl has been played in L.A. Uh, and the Attendance for that game was 98,374 people. Um, I'm not sure what the capacity is of SoFi. I'd probably put it somewhere around like 60,000. Uh, I think it's a little more than that. Probably more than that. Well, you know what? We have the technology. We'll look it up. But, yeah, SoFi being a 5 billion, yes, billion, with a B, uh, dollar stadium is i believe it's the most expensive stadium in the nfl i would go as far as it's saying it's the most expensive stadium ever yeah 
Yeah, I mean, you're I mean, probably I can't not think wrong. of a stadium that's even more expensive than that. That's a f- hell of a price. Okay, so, so the so the capa- the capacity uh oh, here we go. Hey, no, what hey, what's the rest of that? All right. But it says uh the capacity is 70,000, expandable up to 100,240 for the Super Bowl. Mm. Well, shit. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot of heads, bro. <laughs> Can you say Corona? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, I think you know what I think it's interesting though. Uh, I do I do want to speak on this as well. Uh, so within the last week or so, uh, I, I'm sure you guys have seen it. Chad Ochocinco coming out and saying, "Hey, how are these diehard fans supposed to go to these games? You know, when tickets are stupid expensive, and you know, I feel that because those nosebleed tickets are you know five thousand, seven thousand, ten thousand dollars." You know, and I feel that because obviously last year I was down in Tampa during the Super Bowl and like I was looking at tickets all the time, like trying every which way to like try and go to that game because I wanted to go there because I was already going to be there. But I couldn't because it, I couldn't pull the trigger on it because one, I didn't have four and a half million dollars to put down on a bet so I could make some money. And two, because I just couldn't afford it. Like I just couldn't afford a, like a five thousand uh, dollar ticket for a nosebleed, you know, and to give you a comparison of how different the prices are. So I was talking to a guy at work. He's an older gentleman. So in 2000, when the Titans went to the Super Bowl, because he's, he's a Titans fan, uh, he was at the Super Bowl and he was up in the nosebleeds. He paid fourteen hundred dollars. That's still a lot. That's still it, a lot. it is a lot. It is a lot, but you think about that, you know, for that time, that is a crap ton of money. But you, if you yeah. were to mark uh, a Super Bowl ticket at $1,400, $1,400 now, oh, I'm there. Yep. I'm yep. there. I mean, that's, that's like, it seems like pocket change now compared to like what they're charging. Like, I mean, so it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, I do think like, I know it's the biggest game of the year and you're trying to make your, all your, all the money that you can, but you know, you know, give 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 the people a chance like yeah i think i i think it's 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 a bit ridiculous that you got to basically like you know <laughs> yeah, i mean throw, throw away your whole life savings just to go see your team win a championship in person or right. or even even have the opportunity to go see them lose like, yeah. that, like you spend all that money and then to watch your team lose like yeah. Like I mean, because right now, right now you're spending you're spending not just an arm and a leg, as the expression goes, but you're using a third of your liver, probably one of your kidneys, yeah, and then at least I don't know. You got to do some sketchy shit to get that money. Yeah, and then and then you got to throw away your kids' college funds, like. <laughs> something strange for for that change. Well, why do I gotta go to community college? Because Daddy went to the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, so that change. You no, know, I mean, obviously, I I have no impact on what the the prices are, but I mean, I probably would have done at least like five thousand is is steep. I would probably put like. Three thousand, and that would be like down in front. 
you know, and I would probably do like not probably like fifteen hundred for up top. And you yeah. want to know what's crazy? What how, how long do you think like the waiting list is to get Super Bowl tickets? Like, well, well here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. When it comes down to it, the actual tickets like are all sold. The reason why <clears throat> you see all the tickets for the prices they are, it's, it's the resale. It's the people that went out mm-hmm. and got them and they're putting their own little fucking price on them, and you know, getting as much money they can out of it. So you know, all those tickets were sold. You know. It's just other people holding on to them and being like, okay, I know what this is worth. You're going to give me $5,000. So that's what it is. It's not a personal waiting list thing. You can have the ticket if you want it, but it's for the price of whatever the jackass who has it is going to charge you. Yeah. Uh, And there there are people that are willing to pay those prices. They're willing to take out a loan just to go to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, I know, I know, I know. The one year uh, when the Eagles win the Super Bowl and Super Bowl was in Minnesota, uh, Tara and I really thought about like opening up another credit card and <laughs> buying Shit. Super Bowl tickets so she could go see the Eagles play the Super Bowl, and like it was, it was really considered, and like to fathom it was just ridiculous. I mean, because even then, again, the prices were like the same. I mean, there were six seven thousand dollars to sit up top and we were like uh i we can't like there's there's no way like one we wouldn't even get approved for that much money and two like like there's so many other business expenses or other expenses that you gotta think about you gotta think about a place to stay you gotta think about getting there right i mean so yeah i mean obviously last year was a right place right time for me you know, but like some, yeah, some it, it, then again, you didn't even get in the stadium. <laughs> right. I mean, I didn't get, yeah, right. I didn't like you did all that. You got down there and you, you were, you know, outside of the stadium basically, but you still yeah. couldn't get a seat. Right. Like that just further proves your point. Yeah, exactly. No, I absolutely. Yeah. And as grateful as I am for the opportunity to have been at least, you know, be there, you know, and actually like it, and it, but it was, it was, it was kind of heart wrenching at the same time. Cause like, where I was watching the Super Bowl, like I could step outside, I could hear the crowd, I could hear the halftime show because I was that close to the stadium. I could hear the halftime show, I could hear the crowd, I could hear, you know, all the stuff going on at the stadium, but I couldn't get in. And it's like I was excited just to be there, but it was heartbreaking that I couldn't be in the stadium. And I could say that myself. I couldn't imagine I could imagine like, I mean, first off, there would never be a Super Bowl in Buffalo. But uh, I couldn't imagine being outside of uh, out of the fucking outside of the Ralph and just hearing them pop like that and be like, "I want to be in there. I need, let me in. Let me in." Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's not even like and what you know what made it worse because obviously with the Super Bowl being in a hometown, like I really wish they would have opened up some of the tailgating areas because I could have just hopped in a tailgating party. I could have rolled up with a case of beer, some chips, and dip, and like I'd have been good with any tailgating party there. Like, yeah. you know, but, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was great because like, you know, the NFL obviously shuts down like the whole city, you know, starting usually about like Thursday, the Thursday before, because they, they bring in the NFL experience and all this stuff and, and, and things that they do outside of the stadium. And so like the whole tailgating area at Raymond James last year was just the NFL experience. And and so, uh, because we were looking up, and like, not just that, but.
but parking is ridiculous too. Like, but that's not on the NFL. That's more on businesses. I got, I got, I got really lucky. So I'll share a quick story. Uh, so ultimately I ended up paying $50 to park like for the whole day. And I got into Tampa probably about like 12 o'clock in the afternoon and was there until basically like midnight. Uh, so I paid $50 for that, but I saw one person, uh, they actually direct messaged me from the Tampa Bay group. And they said, Hey, if you're looking for a place to park, my husband and I have four spots available. Uh, two of which can hold like cars and trucks and stuff, yada, yada. And two that can hold like RV campers or, you know, something bigger. Right. And they said, we're new England fans that live in Tampa. And so if you want to, you can purchase one of the spots for $400. And I'm like, and I'm looking at this message. I was like, for about 30 square foot of grass? No, thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> that's going to be a hard no. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a no for me, dog. I'll, 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 you know what? I'll just walk from Orlando. Hey, you know what? Second thought, my feet are feeling pretty good today. Uh, Uber doesn't look so bad, you know? Uh, but yeah. Yes. But yeah, you know, like, back, yeah, like, I mean, you said it was like $50 for a spot in, 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 at Raymond James at fucking MetLife. The parking pass is like $80, dude. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mean, and I and I just very obviously New York City, but like holy fuck, dude! Like, well, that 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 that's everywhere. I mean, shit. I mean, uh, paying to park at Nissan Stadium downtown is uh, it ranges from like twenty five dollars to like fifty dollars, and then if you do parking passes, parking passes are about eighty dollars. That is yeah. the best. That is the best part about uh, going to well, not the best part. It was one of the best parts about going to Buffalo is you go park in someone's front lawn for fifteen dollars. Yeah, and all the houses around the stadium, you just go park in someone's fucking front lawn for and the most I've seen that we've ever paid to park is twenty bucks. Yeah, like those people. It, it, that's that's the one awesome thing about the location and where it is. And the yeah. local community. It's like you can just park in anybody's fucking yard. Right. Fucking yeah, and that, that that's another big thing about, you know, like you say, uh, you know, being in a, a smaller city, you know, because obviously Nashville being the capital of Tennessee, like there's there's no parking lots except for the, the parking pass parking lots, you know, like the lot A's, B's, yada, yada. Uh, so you have all these other vendors and businesses that are giving up their parking, you know, their parking lots for game day. Whereas like somewhere in Buffalo or even because I know Green Bay is like located in the middle of a small community. Like, Probably you know, they same. just here. Oh, don't you know, you come over here. You can park in my driveway here. Use my bathroom, too. Like, yeah, so. <laughs> Eat a grill. I got some brats in the freezer. <laughs> the place that we we uh, went to for uh, preseason and um, and the regular season game against Pittsburgh. They they had their own little in place where you could go and use their bathroom and everything like that. And it's funny yeah. because both times, both times, <clears throat> I went went to go pee, and while I'm in the middle of my piss, someone walked in both times. 
Someone opened the cracked open the door while I was pissing both times at the preseason game against Green Bay and the regular season game against Pittsburgh. Both times someone walked in while I was peeing. Both times. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I just, I, I'm really sorry about it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice cock you got there, fella. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh man! And then, and then that's when Jake turns around to him. Yeah, and it's cold out too. <laughs> turn into turn into Constanza from Seinfeld. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. Nah, listen. That first game and ask Matt that first that that game against Green Bay. It was fucking an oven. It was an oven out there. Yeah, it was like preseason, so it was like August, right? Yeah, me and him by by halftime, we're sitting there in the crowd with no shirts on. Like that was me. That was me in the freaking Giants game too. Like holy shit, the sun was beaming that day, and it was like damn near like the, the start of fall, dude. It was hot. Yeah, my dad. My dad down where the shade wasn't, so that sun was just directly on us. And I'm sitting yeah. there like, oh my no. god. That <laughs> was like no. I'm not even bringing my jersey, and I stupidly brought mine. And it's an old clothy OJ Simpson oh. jersey, so it's just like oh. beaming down. I said I gotta take this fucking thing off. Though the the same the same week that uh Big Jake went that you went to MetLife, I was at uh I got tickets to a game at Nissan Stadium, and we were at the uh, we were on the upper deck, and literally one half of my body was sunburnt, like this whole side of me, my face, my legs, like they were just sunburnt, and then <laughs> then like a few weeks walk around later, looking like a half moon cookie. And li- and literally, uh, a few weeks later, when I took Dad down to Tampa, same thing happened, opposite side, flipped over. Yeah, I was like, well, at least I get to tan the other side now. Ah, uh, man. Yeah. Well, yo, like you know, like, and I wonder, like, because a, a friend of mine who I know is a Rams fan went to the uh, the season opener against the bears and he said he had a blast he showed me a bunch of pictures of the stadium and it's freaking gorgeous oh, I'm sure. gorgeous dude yeah like, i i would love i would love to just go to a game there just to say i went because like like just to see all the all the you know inner workings of the stadium because like when Absolutely. i went to that night, man like i was just awestruck by mm-hmm. you know just like how like well the stadium was built and how close everything like it, it, like you looked up at the nosebleed seats man you, it looked like you could just reach out and touch them like mm-hmm. that's how like there was no bad seat in the house right. like i can only imagine what the experience is at that stadium yeah so it's it, it's uh before before we kind of i guess close close it out here uh so they're they they have the major league soccer team here in Nashville the Nashville mm-hmm. soccer club or whatever. And so they're building them a new stadium downtown and they just released the, the, like the blueprint of it. So from the field to the nosebleeds, it's 150 feet away. So like everything is that close. And I'm thinking about it like retrospect. If you think about 150 feet, like you hear that and you're like, oh, that seems like it's kind of hard. That's a half a football field. Literally. Yeah. Because uh, a football field is 300 feet, 300 feet yeah. long. So literally a half a football field away. Like if you're not paying attention, you're going to get pegged with the ball. Uh, so 
I, I'm I'm actually kind of excited for it to open up. It opens up May first. Uh, I like might actually go to a soccer match just to experience it one and two to kind of see you know what it's all about. Not really a big fan of soccer, but I mean, mm-hmm. if the if the tickets are cheap and uh, the experience is good, and the beer tastes good, I'm okay. You know, I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> right, right. But uh, I believe that's it. So again, Super Bowl this weekend. Uh, Bengals, Rams in LA. Fantastic halftime show. I know I'm going to be getting turned for the halftime show. I'm so fucking excited for it. Yeah, um, I'm just excited for the whole thing in general, yeah. man. It's gonna be it, like this is gonna be great, you know. Like I, I always kind of get excited every time the Super Bowl's around. I just, you know, like just the general like excitement comes around. But this one, like, just seems like it's gonna be something special. So, right. Hopefully, it doesn't let us down because yeah. I, I felt that way about the Broncos Seahawks uh, matchup uh, not too long ago, and that was a big fucking disappointment. So, yeah. Let's hope it's not, it's not like that. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in, watching our episode today. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as we keep posting. Obviously, after this game, we'll recap it, and then we'll, we're going to start sliding into uh, some NBA talks because there has been a lot of trades going on with the trade deadline, yes, we so we'll will. definitely have to hop into that. Yeah. Uh, but, again, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, you can follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KFRSPRTSCast. Uh, you can always subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, and if you can't watch these, you can listen to them on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Anywhere that you go, we go with you. Uh, but we appreciate you guys coming in. I am one of your hosts, BG Brian Gilbert, along with Big Sexy Jacob Raider and The Heel, Jacob Bradley. We will talk to you guys later. Peace out. Big Sexy out.